Howdy all you Crittermanders out there. It's Patrick, your GM, introducing another episode of Cosmic Crit. A couple of announcements this week before we dive into this episode, so let's plow through them. Because this is the episode that the crew gets to Arelos, gets to explore in that rock, and we kind of officially enter the endgame of Season 2. I'm very excited, so let's go. First announcement. We have another fan challenge for the month of October, and yes, it is a repeat of one that we did last year, kind of a guessing game of sorts. This month's challenge is Guess the Cosmic Crit Player's Characters for Season 3. As you know, after this AP, we are starting for Season 3, Attack of the Swarm, and we will have a brand new cast of aliens here on the show, so we want you all to guess what the players' classes and their base type will be. So that means, like, are they going to be a vermin-based species, a humanoid, magical beast, etc.? Uh, we can't have you all guess the race anymore because there are now over 100, and that is kind of crazy town to sort through. So, who will they be in Season 3? Get your guesses in over the next month. We'll have a link in our description here. And the person who gets closest to what we actually will play and a couple of the runner-ups are going to win a gift card to Paizo.com or to our merch store. The next announcement is <laughs> some space again has opened up on our Dragon Master tier of our Patreon account. Um, if you haven't backed on our Patreon, then we have several tiers from $2 all the way up to 25 and that top tier grants all the benefits of the, the tiers below. So, new bonus episodes, shoutouts on the, sh the podcast uh, whenever we get a critical hit. And in addition to that, you uh, for the Dragon tier Patreon class, uh, you get to join in a play-by-discord campaign of Dawn of the Flame that I am GMing online. Uh, we're currently in book two of the adventure path, and it's very easy to join up, start playing immediately. I just want to take the time to thank all of our Patreon supporters right now as you guys are helping us purchase better software, better hardware, uh, and merchandise that we can have hand back out to fans. So uh, thanks again to everyone that is supporting us and, and everyone that does so in the future. That is it. So let's let's get back into it. Let's dive into this episode. I'm excited to see how things turn out, and I think you will be too. So this is episode 105, entitled Crouching Goblin Hidden as Lanty. Episode commencing in three, two, one. Episode initiated. Out here in the stars, they fought through bazaars. They instituted a prison break-in. They took to flight. Well, they won that fight. And now the enemy's boots are a-shaking. It's an Islanti wasteland. Oh yeah, Islanti wasteland. Welcome back there, gods and monsters, as well as deaf, dumb, blind kids, one and all, to another deeply probing question here on Cosmic Crit. This is GM Patrick, the driver on this magic bus, because I want it. I want it. I want it. I want to introduce you to my five friends, uh, a couple of kids who are all right. And who do I have here with me this evening? Who, 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 who? <laughs> well, I really want to tell you, it's these <laughs> five friends and players. Uh, to my right, 
Uh, the kids couldn't salt him because they tried, tried, tried. So he dropped a drone on them and they died, 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 died. It's Tyler from Keithy with Droneitis. Child murder! And to his right, she's not trying to cause a sensation. She's just shooting with weapon specialization. It's Rebecca, Rebecca rocking Talara. Rebecca? <laughs> I had combined Talara and Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca rocking Rebecca. <laughs> oh, that's your name now, Rebecca. Across the digital table, no one knows what it's like to be the large bear, to be the psychic bear behind blue fur. It's Miles with a win. Good evening. To his right, well, the Aslani might not get fooled again. They most certainly will be tricked a few more times. It's Jabert bringing Bumpus. Who? And to my left, he fights like a statue, rages against the machine, feeling with a blind fight, Entropic striking clean. It's Drew running with cats. Jabert will never forgive you for stealing my joke. You knew I was going to do it, and you <laughs> stole it from me. I can feel it coming out of your microphone. <laughs> all right, all right. I all love right. the Beatles. We're, we're, we're. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me who this is. We're at the end. I don't know who. Who? What band is this? Uh, who? The Who. Oh. I only got that because he oh. said who, who, oh. who, who, who. <laughs> Which means circle gets the square, and that's going to start wait, our wait, Tyler, were you joking or were you? No, I have no idea. I didn't know what uh, he was talking about. Yeah, uh, there's there's some hard references in there, but uh, <laughs> have you ever seen a CSI? Yeah, no, I've been. I have. I have not watched CSI. Whenever <laughs> I make these intros, I spend like a good 20, 30 minutes like going through some artists' catalog, and boy, oh boy, I really like the Who. <laughs> yeah, they got some good stuff. What was their like number one song? Probably, I mean, probably uh, Baba Rally. Yeah, I mean, they, they're <laughs> very well known for the prog rock kind of like concept album, uh, Tommy, which they have performed as kind of like a, a rock opera. Um, so Pinball Wizard is from that. Yeah. Yeah, I, none of that sounds familiar. So I don't Dude, know if I've actually yeah, heard Baba it. Baba O'Reilly, uh, Teenage Wasteland. Yeah, that was, just, that just, was the song of the... Literally play Baba O'Reilly, the first guitar bit, or the first uh, synth bit, you will know this band. You will recognize this. You've heard it a million times. And you've we, heard it you, you may also have heard mm-hmm. my YouTube parody uh, about Star Trek called Baba O'Wesley. No one has. <laughs> Well, consider this an advertisement. I'm, 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 uh, I'm well versed in Drew's parody, so yeah, that would probably help me. Um, my generation, yeah. my generation. Oh, okay. as long as I do know. about my generation. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I am aware of that song. I was pretty proud of. She's not trying to cause a sensation. She's just shooting with weapon specialization. I, yeah, that's I, pretty good. That's pretty that good. Was I enjoyed that. All right, we got to move on from here, guys. Uh, it's been a while since we've recorded. This podcast, we've been dipping our toes back into um, season 1.5 of the Drift Rider crew. Who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, we took some time off. And um, yeah, I, I feel like it's time to shake the rust off of these spurs. Kicking into gear for a, an action-packed episode. Uh, you guys about to infiltrate the asteroid of Orelos. Uh, first, before we get to that, we need to figure out what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. You cannot run from your past or your mistakes. Nikithi makes peace with his previous misdeeds and prepares himself for a one-way trip. Sedona breaks little bumfuzzle's heart. But there's still work to do. We can't let these Aslanti goons get a hold of something as powerful as the Rune Drive. So, two 
Arellos we go. As we approached the asteroid, we were set upon by drones, drones, and more drones. Quantity does not equal quality. While the crew was surrounded by a multitude of drones, the Phoenix respite was too much for them, handily destroying the asteroid's defenses. We land the Phoenix's respite on a landing pad on the surface of a rocky asteroid and take an elevator down to Arellos, Ulavestra's privately owned station inside the rock. And yeah, that's where indeed we left off as you guys were descending this elevator into the black research site center on Arellos. But this week's episode uh, would start at the elevator landing, the doors opening, but uh, we see that we are not on Arellos. Oh no, we're not even in the NIS system. This episode begins far off in another facility in a, a near space system. And here we see a younger Wynn stepping forward from very similar elevator, passing by a sign in a psychic vision, we can tell now, uh, that reads Astral Extractions Processing and Security. And there's a few arrows pointing towards a, a spider's web of connecting underground hallways and, and chambers uh, detailed on a map there. When your team is assembled around you, you've got these Xeno Warden acolytes that have listened to you, who thought that they'd take matters into their own hands and take on a, a large corporation by themselves. One of the youngest ones here looks a little unsure of themselves, a halfling named Zekker. Captain Wynn, what, what do we do if we get captured? What, what if one of us can't make the rendezvous point? There is no surrender. There is only one way off this island. Ha <laughs> I believe in the guiding light to show us the path. And, and with the light you've provided, Wynn, I feel like we can, we can make this happen. Let's do it, everyone. The faces here of your former crew fade as you're surrounded now by Kaz... Bumfuzzle, Nikithi, Talara, and Sedona. Five more friends that you've made in your adventures and now in another life or death raid of a facility where your end can indeed be met around any corner. Not a lot of folks made it off of that mission, but what's one thinking about now when the doors to this elevator open up on this, this base? Uh, I think I think Wynn's a little disquieted from the the deja vu he's getting, mm. and you know so he's he's prepared himself as as a, a warrior you know since this happened. Uh, so he has learned to kind of steal himself and try to keep his emotions a little bit in check. But he's also a, a little rattled. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's not something that he expected to experience, and so I, I feel like he's he's a little thrown off by the the flash of memory and so he's 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 a little uneasy does he have any kind of premonition any kind of like gut feeling about this mission this final do or die errand um you know at, at this point with with this particular crew i i feel like he still has that resolve i think the resolve still wins over because uh with the way that that this crew has functioned with him he feels that they are more of a a unit there was a a degree of amateurness to a lot of the the kind of rebellions that he was attached to the kind of um cells when he was doing his little Mm eco-terrorism are you saying they were a little too green (laughs) the green thumbs were green um and um, just ignoring Drew. We're talking about child death here, Drew. 
Yeah, well, I mean, nothing makes you happier than seeing a child die. I mean, they, they were they were just young acolytes within the Xeno Warden kind of structure who, you know, like any of those systems, they, right. they didn't want to wait around while, you know, they saw ecosystems being absolutely uprooted, destroyed. Right, but with 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 this crew, I mean, they've they've you know, they were all professionals in their own right but they also have have functioned as a unit for far longer than any of these people who would have ever been together so he's still fairly confident in the people that he's with now there's been some tight scrapes but yeah no one no one here has died yet i mean the fact you know just thinking the fact that they made it through the the aslanti prison like we broke into an aslanti prison and pretty much undetected for uh, a large portion and got out and got away with it like never been done before yeah i mean so he's not overconfident but he is he's he's very very sure of if he's going to be in any do or die situation these are the people that he wants to be with so when we actually last left off and you guys were getting in this elevator nikitha you had keyed in the science level which is just hundreds of feet below you but this elevator stops you know a good 20 30 feet down and yeah it slows the service seller goes ka-chunk very abruptly stops um well short of your your desired destination and the doors open up and you find yourself in what looks like a large maintenance bay fairly barren here there's some tools and mechanical parts um that you can tell kind of go towards what look like servicing large vehicles perhaps the fleet of clockworks drones you just handily blew out of the sky uh, there's a uh, very large Citron arrows painted on the, the floors and walls here. Uh, indeed pointing towards a set of double doors headed east. Um, uh, th- this is not our floor. Kaz, can you hit the door close button and select again? What do I need to roll for that? Um, well, I mean, what, what kind of equations do you do in your mind when you get in a regular elevator? Drew? Is, it, is that <laughs> athletics? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, to hit the right button. <laughs> It's a 26, uh, so I think I do. <laughs> like that passes. Um, why are you rolling? Why are you wasting these dice? <laughs> uh, 17 on the dice. Uh, yeah, it does not seem to go any further. It, if you peek out, um, it seems like there is no elevator shaft. It just ends right here, which is very different from what you remember, Nikithi. Um, why don't you guys give me a, a perception check? Okay, all right. Everyone sees this, apparently. <laughs> uh, we've got a 23, a 25, Nikithi, 26. Uh, Nikithi and, I believe, Kaz and Talara. No, Kaz and, and Bumfuzzle. You're looking around here, and you can tell, indeed, that it seems like fresh cement has been poured um, in the bottom of this elevator. It looks like the shaft here was filled in recently. As you see some very new looking kind of cuts and scrapes compared to the concrete around the base of the elevator, which is a lot more, you know, kind of uh, multiply, multiple times cleaned up like grease stains and, and scrapes from what looks like boxes and things being taken off the elevator. But um, yeah, Nikitha, you don't really have any recollection of this place. Uh, you always went down to kind of like the, the science level or um, other parts of the facility. I have no memory of this place. <laughs> Mainly because you've never been here, but <laughs> 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 that, that, that helps with memories if you have them to begin with. Just let me use my Lord of the Rings memes and move yeah. on, Patrick. <laughs> uh, right, so what do, you, what do you guys want to do? 
guess we uh, should probably step out of this elevator and uh, see if we can find another way down. Yeah, I mean, you didn't see anything else from the the surface, so this might be one of the few entrances into the base. Is um, the concrete actually wet? Like, if we step on it, will no. it? Okay. <laughs> it's just uh, no. you. Oh, that would yeah. suck. The elevator goes down and makes that like sticky. Like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just checking before we go and walk on it and no, find out that no. we're stuck there forever. <laughs> no, it's not uh, the it, elevator. It, it appears that someone named Tom has written their name in this wet cement. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, no, there's a set of double doors to the east, and that's that's about it here. Uh, can I uh, stealthily peek through the doors, or is it just gonna like open all the way up when I when I sort of pry it open a little bit? Yeah, now these double doors will kind of uh, uh, Star Trek slide out of the yeah. way. I stealthily Star Trek slide these doors out of the way <laughs> <laughs> until they're open all the way, <laughs> right? And then I can see everything. Right, indeed, opening the doors here. The air sucks out of the room behind you, but it does seem like there is atmosphere, a thin atmosphere here in what looks like a, a large, large chasm, uh, a rift in the rock, if you will. Um, before you all, you see a small walkway, 10 foot wide, that seems to stretch out over this uh, chasm. And I will reveal what this looks like on the map. <gasps> it's a chasm. I just did that for, did that for suspense. <laughs> uh, walking forward, you can see that the asteroid rock here seems to be cut in some places. And if you look over the side of this um, small walkway, you can't see the bottom. It, it goes down into darkness past your 60 foot of dark vision. Um, as you step forward, you can see out across this, this huge canyon, about 25 feet is another walkway that seems to have an extendable bridge attached underneath it. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you guys give me... Well, you can move out into this space and uh, make a perception check here. Uh, Nikithi's gonna hang back with until with Sedona until they get the the clear the go ahead. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, she's taking your guys' advice, kind of sticking towards the back. Uh, all right, so I think I think our highest here. Uh, Bumble's ahead. Yeah, twenty-four. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Bumble's indeed. You do see um, a set of podiums on either side of this retracted bridge uh, on each side of the, the walkways, and attached to each, it seems like are some very large hazard lights uh, on the sides of these uh, uh, small walkways, and it seems like they are they are connected to the the extension of this bridge. So, so this bridge looks like it extends out and meets in the middle, and you can walk apart or walk across. Is that the yep. idea? Yep, it will uh, indeed extend across. But yeah, these these large lights will come on. In addition to what you see there is on the the far side of the the bridge, what looks like a, a very large tower and, and gun emplacement overlooking this this chasm. <laughs> huge artillery laser um, kind of like built right into the, the side of the rock face uh, very fortified looking bunker about uh, 10 feet to the right of the other side of this bridge and above that the, the gun emplacement it's a small uh, escarpment with another level of what looks to be a conning tower very thick polycarbon plate glass sloped 
kind of outwards overlooking the bridge area in about 180 degrees of the, the top of this building. Um, and um, yeah, the, on the other side of the, the gateway, you see another set of double doors on, on, on the other side of the bridge. What would you guys like to do here? Throw Bumfuzzle across the chasm so he can extend the bridge. Well, there there is indeed a way to extend the bridge on both sides. So, oh. Oh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought I heard you say it was only on one side. Oh no, there's two podiums. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, someone has jump jets, right? You don't have to throw uh, the. I, I, no, I just figured fastball special would be the most cinematic way to do it. I mean, you can still. I do have that. jump throw, jets. Throw me like, if we need them. Throw me like ten feet, and I just fall to the bottom <laughs> of the camera. <laughs> Uh, my my, I mean, <laughs> the first death on wind's conscience. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, I mean, I'm not so much worried about extending the bridge. It's, I mean, can that gun shoot us? I mean, oh yeah, it, it, it can. But yeah. All right. Oh, well, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to take a look at the panel, and I'm just going to try to examine it to see if there are any traps or anything like that, uh, or any uh, defense protocols. Mm-hmm. With it. Um, I mean, it, it seems like it will definitely uh, cause some ruckus if you extend the bridge as these uh, huge floodlights on either side are wired up to uh, to go off uh, as soon as that process starts. I see. So it may just make a lot of racket if the bridge extends. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, let's see here. I'm going to reach into my pocket and I'm going to pull out. Oh, boy. Is it your pocket or is it your papoose here my it's my gallifreyan fanny pack yeah uh, uh and i'm gonna pull out a grappler mm-hmm. and i'm going to uh wait, sorry, sorry before i do that is there a uh, is there like a railing here that i can like sort of wrap this around i will allow it because i would like to see where this goes yeah and i'm gonna hold on, hold on. before before you do anything what is the light level right now so the floodlights are not on right now they are not no it's uh, is it dark or dim light i believe dim light here there's a couple of of uh, smaller lights on either side of the bridge but in the chasm okay. it's like completely dark can i use my racial ability fiendish gloom to make it dark yeah that makes it dark around you and it yes. will plunge your side of the bridge basically into complete darkness yes yeah, yeah. 20 foot radius around easily me. done how long does that last uh one minute okay so you got some time here a bum fuzzle what what's the what's the plan with your grappler um i'm going to uh, uh sort of shoot up uh at the rock above and then sort of swing over swing over to this other thing mm-hmm. M- make a, a very simple ranged attack Ooh, 23 i was really hoping that was gonna be a one make things a little spicier but yeah no you're able to indeed uh grab a overhanging um kind of like rock shelf um and uh make make a uh acrobatics to do some daring do and, and swing over the chasm. Here we are. Uh, 20. Yeah, easily, easily done. <laughs> For life goblin operative. Yeah. So um, you're, you're on the other side of the walkway. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is there anything different about this panel at all? Is there like any extra buttons? It doesn't seem like it. No, no. But now you've got a, a better view over here. Um, there is in the gun emplacements uh, right uh, here a small slit um, that is just open air um, for for spotting 
the gun that is is not protected by anything that you can see from the side. Ah. Do I see anybody in the in the turret? Uh, make me a perception check. Ooh. While you are over here. 24. It's hard to get a view um, from from this angle, but you don't hear anything. You don't hear um, in in this thin atmosphere any any sounds. So okay, is there is there is this something I could climb across, or is this uh, uh or is this sort of like a like a, like a fifty foot drop uh, between oh. this bridge and the uh, and the 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 gap that I see? It seems like with the map, it, it would be something that you can can climb over. I think the main chasm is between the the two walkways here. So um, okay, what's your what's your climb like? Uh, I have a plus ten on this athletics. So I sort of I sort of make an okay sign up the rest of my team, and I uh, and I'm I'm gonna try to climb across. Well, I mean, you can you can take ten on this. <laughs> I should oh. say if if you want to spend some time because uh, we're not in any super danger and it's not that difficult uh, a climb. Okay. okay, there's a I mean it's very pitted kind of like craggy asteroid rock. Um, lots of handholds here, and once you once you get to this tower, it is a very smooth kind of uh, defensive build. But once again, there's a giant. Um, gun barrel <laughs> sticking out which you can can uh, hoist yourself up on mm-hmm. and it will a bit of a a squeeze to get in here I think there's rules for this one sec I'm gonna go ahead and uh, about 10 minutes into this episode open up the PDF for the uh, adventure let's <laughs> uh, get some some rules up in this book I've just been making stuff up this entire time I don't, I don't know what I don't know what this map's all about <laughs> Okay. Um, right. It is going to be uh, a a fairly difficult acrobatics check to squeeze yourself through the slit, but uh, small creatures get a plus eight bonus to this check. So <laughs> goodness, what what are you rolling on this? So this <laughs> is altogether this is plus twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> so that'd be a thirty nine to yeah. get in. Yeah, so it is, is one of those things you have to like put your fanny pack on your side. <laughs> it's yeah. like jutting out and uh, like deflate my helmet a little I was bit. About to say, obviously, of... your your helmet is the last thing that comes through, and it's like out <laughs> <laughs> the other side. Uh, but yeah, you find yourself in what looks like a very thin uh, chamber. Um, there is a hallway right outside this gun platform. You are by yourself, and a set of stairs leading up. If you poke your head out, there's indeed a door to the south, a door to the north, and these stairs leading up into uh, what you saw from the outside looks like a um, uh, like a spotter's tower looking out over this chasm. Okay, okay. So there's a spotter's tower up towards the north here. That's the stairs leading up, yeah. Okay. Demarked um, on the map, full arrow going Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to... I'm gonna poke my head out, sort of at the rest of the group, and sort of make a shrug, make a shrug at them. Like, <laughs> all right. So once again, <laughs> it pops, pops your head out. <laughs> you, see, you all, uh, those of you with sixty foot dark vision, can just see a little head popping out of the the gun emplacement. But I mean, you, you yeah. speak over comms. So, yeah. uh, this this place seems clear. Uh, you want to come across, or you want me to go check out that that. That tower up there, I can I can go just go see. 
I think if we can get across without turning on the bridge and making a very large amount of noise, that would be preferable, but... All right, I'll go check. I'll be right back. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, pop my head back in, and, uh, and I'm going to go uh, stealth up those stairs real quick. Mm-hmm. Just go take a... Just, just take the quickest little peek. Just a little peek. What's the harm in that? What's the, what's the harm in a tiny peek? Uh, this, the, the metallic stairs lead up to, you know, like 10, 15 feet or so to what seems to be a very heavy uh, reinforced steel door uh, locked with what looks like a pin system. There's like a little red light above the uh, Aslanti letters. <laughs> and while, while you're here, uh, make me perception check. All right. Uh, a 15. Okay. Right. I mean, there doesn't seem to be anyone here that you can tell. <laughs> well, I guess no, I'm in the hallway. That's for darn sure. Well, that's good. Uh, well, I'm just going to start picking this lock here, and uh, I'm just going to do that and then see if I can look inside, see if anybody's up in the nest. Mm-hmm. Um, that is indeed pick this in PDF. Uh, this, yeah, is indeed going to be an engineering check at the top of this stairwell here. All right, I've got plus four to this. So 26. Mm-hmm. Um, there is like a, an angry beeping noise yeah. uh, as it does not seem to, to work. Um, and just a moment later, uh, make me another perception check. Uh-oh. For no reason whatsoever. Oh, no, for uh, very good reason. Uh, that was a 30. Uh, now you hear voices inside this room and says, who's there? In Atlantis, of course. Uh, uh, I pull out a vocal modulator from my uh, from my pocket. Oh, <laughs> from, from your fanny pack? From my fanny pack, and oh, I put it in. these say, credits, darn you. <laughs> and I say, uh, this is uh, 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 Private Horsemonger, and <laughs> I'm... Uh, I have a sore throat. I was just seeing, just making sure you guys were following the rules and you locked this door behind you. So good job, everybody, but don't unlock the doors. It's all cool. <laughs> don't read anything into this, but I'm going to go ahead and get the initiative turn order ready. Uh, make me a uh, bluff check. Oh, that's uh, pretty good. 24? It's pretty good. It's not, not going to lie. It's, it's not bad. Uh, Private Horsemonger is uh, a very influential person on this station. <laughs> I'm just going to roll a couple of quick uh, <laughs> secret <laughs> rolls here. Uh, don't worry about that one. So. The Horsemonger family is known throughout the Empire. But, yeah. Right. Uh, even, uh, and even though he's just a private, people respect his yeah. <laughs> judgment. <laughs> That's right. His judgment is well known as uh, a plus judgment. Uh, you're probably <laughs> keep it locked. That's his. That's that's what he always says. You're, you're probably talking to two lieutenants on the other side who are like, well, "The balls on this guy." <laughs> <laughs> Move Jabert's mini to a different part of the map here, and we are um, indeed going to see a different part of the map as the top of the tower is going to be visible to you guys now. Uh, the door opens up in front of you, Bumfuzzle, <laughs> and you see what seems to be a Zlanti in um, kind of purplish armor, a uh, a weapon like a pike strung over their back a, a rifle slung in front of them this is what they the, this area looks like uh, there's not one there's actually a couple behind this person as well this, oh no this <laughs> oh, I've done a bad job 
Oops. I'll show, I'll show you what the, their art looks like. This is oh, a, wow. a little different from what we've gotten before. They're not wearing green. They're not yeah. wearing green. It's it's purple, um, kind of more modular armor. I like it. A short cloak. Well, it can be yours for the low, low price of winning this fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are in initiative turn order now. Um, not a great start here, but well, let's see what happens. Let's The initiative rolls anything can happen right now, guys. Uh, roll yourselves in. Patrick, are we I'm all sorry, are, Is it just Bumfuzzle? Oh, everyone roll. Okay. Um, are, did we rest before this as part of a, were we in the ship long enough to get a full rest? Uh, yeah, it took a couple, uh, one or two days, I think, to get out here. So okay. you guys should be back up to full. So no one can make sure of that. Alrighty, let's get it going a full speed. Wow. We're in combat at the top of it. Uh, Bumpfolds, you can relate back what you're hearing or seeing here uh, to to alert your friends. I was like, I'm, I just go, I just go. Admiral Horsemonger. I'm the voice modulator. Quick. I'm Admiral Horsemonger. Oh, oh, hey, everybody. Uh, everyone should come across the bridge now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hi. I mean, what? A, I'm Admiral Horsemonger. <laughs> All right, make me 10 more uh, bluff checks. Let's see how this works. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we are in the top the initiative order for once it's not bumfuzzle maybe the goblin's off his game here <laughs> being by himself nikithi is at the top with the the slug wins yeah i think i know probably what your action might be here extend the bridge oh, you don't want to try to jump it <laughs> no well move on up to it go ahead uh, i'll just i can can i can just use my remote hack ability to do it now oh yeah you can you can stay behind here um cats out of the bag it is it's not too too actually no there's no there <laughs> there's no way to remote hack this it is not like a wired uh oh boo remote system you're gonna have to go up yeah this is just like a button <laughs> oh, fine. The, the bridge he, sorry he move, moves up and he pushes the button yeah no this is not high tech at all <laughs> Dang. uh it seems like it's gonna be a while before this bridge goes over. It goes like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets about five, maybe six feet out uh, before the end of this turn. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want to do anything with Idis, but uh, uh, move her up potentially. I mean, she could try to move and jump the gap. Mm. Um, she's got climbing claws as well, but that's a big jump. Right now, it's almost impossible. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, I guess she'll just I guess she'll just move up and be ready at the front of the bridge. Uh that brings us to win next. Miles. Let's see if I ever bought <laughs> Those would be useful. I thought I but it looks doesn't like... have to be some extra large jump jets. <laughs> <laughs> uh it looks like I did not. Oh. So uh I mean I can't even use get them, can I? <laughs> I can't yeah. see them. Can't really see anybody, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing I can do. Just, uh, hold on there. Yeah. Uh, that brings us next to Bum Fuzzle, uh, right in front of this guy. Yeah, so I see three people here. Yeah, uh, you can sense a couple behind this dude. It, it you, You've got, like, a, you know, yeah. a little bit of cover from the, these other two, but this one is right in front of you. Yeah, I, I can see a bunch of legs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me show you. Like, this is the, the door right here. I see. 
I see. But 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 the door. But the dude opened the door while I was like sort of peeking at the lock. Yeah. I say. I told you not to open the door. This is a security infraction. Prepare to be punished. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, uh, use my. I, I sort of like. I press a button on my pistol, and like a. Uh, a big a big rubber hand comes out and I just spank him real hard right on the butt. Uh, <laughs> once again, you try to spank. Let's see what the dice say. Let's see what it says. Oh, it's your bird always trying to spank it. I mean, you know what? Some people are bad boys and they deserve Why it. You need a spanking. It's that yeah. simple. Uh, oh, CR 17 or lower? <laughs> well, we're not in like a mythic campaign yet, so that's <laughs> succeed, succeed right. in the spanking. Do I spank this fool right on the bottom uh, <laughs> with a 27 on the attack? Oh, yeah, that's a hit. Uh, 13 points of uh, spanking damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Uh, what did what did you roll here on this trick attack? Like uh uh I, I got six on the trick attack and um uh five on the regular attack. No, uh, on the, the dice. Uh, on the dice? Roll it, yeah. I can oh. never tell with your macro, but I, I know, yeah. <laughs> is this a natural twenty on the trick attack and a nineteen on the regular attack? It was let's see. I was like, I think it was a seventeen on the on the trick attack. So. All right, still very high rolls. Uh, what what's the total damage here? Uh, total damage is thirteen points of spanking damage. Nice. All right. So first damage on the board. This one in front of you, well spanked. Uh, that brings us back to <laughs> Kaz back on the other side of the bridge. Fight going on. So Kaz is going to uh, walk to the edge of the bridge. Mm-hmm. And then he is going to use a new move called the Leap of the Hobgar King and activate his jump jets and jump all the way. (laughs) I thought that was an item for a second. I'm like, I'm going to the Vanguard rules. I don't think this is. I know. I I was like, I've read character operations. I've read the armory like back to back. I have no idea what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's like if I ate a sandwich and I'm like devour <laughs> of the grain fields. I'm not. Yeah. If, if you want to do a, a cool leap into the chasm and then activate the jump jets, you'll be able to get all the way to the doors. Oh yes, that's that's uh, definitely happens. It's about, about an extra ten feet, but uh, you only got thirty feet of movement with the jump jets. Uh, that will be your turn, bringing us to oh, it's our friends that we've met up here in the. Conning Tower, Uh, this one right on top of you. Um, He's got he's got his gun out, uh, his gun ready. I think he will provoke an attack of opportunity. He's just going to try and shoot you with this this odd technologically uh, looking Aslanti rifle. So you can make an attack of opportunity. All right, if you want, not required. All right, it's against a flat-footed KAC. Ooh, twenty-six. Uh, that's a hit. Eight points of damage. All right. So he's, he's chewing on that <laughs> as he he shoots back at you here. And a uh, a line of fire escapes the end of his rifle, uh, just lighting up the, the hallway, uh, hitting the back wall behind you five feet. Let's see if this attacks. This is a flame rifle. Thwomp. What's your, what's your EAC these days? Uh, it is 20. <sighs> 
Okay, 12 on the dice. That is going to be a hit. So... Ooh, here's a flames, flame rifle sound. Oh, yeah. Scorch him. Torch him. Uh, this is only, though, <laughs> very low on the dice. Uh, five points of fire damage. All right. All right. Just five points. You can you can handle fighting these guys for a couple more turns by yourself, right? Uh, as long as they're shooting through each other, as long as they're shooting through this first guy and lighting <laughs> that guy on fire too, I think I can make it. Probably not. Um, no, these guys are, um, they are indeed getting cover from this dude, but they're going to take their pikes out, uh, which have reach, and they're just going to try and stab you. Oh! <laughs> so I'm going to make a couple attacks with them. Uh, one each, because they're going to take a move action and take those weapons out. Boom. Okay, first one, 17 on the dice. Uh, even with uh, full cover, that is going to be a hit. And the second one, a nine on the dice. That is going to be a mess. So uh, the pike coming through. Tactical pike. Is, once again, a very high-tech Islanti looking thing. It looks like it's got like a, a um, electrified honed edge. Is doing more damage than that flame rifle. Thank goodness. Oh, boy. Almost max here. 11 points piercing damage. Ooh. All right. And that's going to be their turn. Bringing us to Talara. Oh no, Talara! What did you roll on it? <laughs> a natural one. Oh boy. Oh, Go me. I know. Be... I got it out of the way though. Yeah. So nothing but twenties from here on out. Um. So I am going to use my jump jets, just like Kaz did. Mm-hmm. So to get across the bridge. Run and jump <laughs> across this chasm. Yep. Run and jump. And can I take another move action or? It's going to take up. That's going to be two. But like I said, you both could get to these doors. Uh, all the oh, way. okay. If okay. You're, if you're making a leaping cool jump, uh, so, it's only extended about like six feet out on either side. So there's still, still like 15 foot or so. of. Uh, and are these doors locked? It does not seem like it. I don't believe okay. they are, but uh, it will take a move action to open those up. Uh, but we're getting back on to turn two, and yeah, now they have fully extended. It's about halfway the bridge at this point. Um, so uh, let's call that about an eight-foot jump. Nikith, you are back to you. Uh, I just want to pass this along to people who are better at puns than I am, but uh, Drew plays Kaz, and he just jumped a chasm, so there should be something there. Uh, feel free to dr- feel free to drop it in hashtag episode spoilers and make the joke that I can't. Uh, but uh, Nikiti is going to sit around and wait for the bridge to be connected. But Idis can probably make that jump. Okay, is that something you want want to try for? Yeah, that's exciting. I have a reroll left, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel that's yeah, that's athletics, right? Jumping right. is indeed. Oh, okay. And I feel like eight feet is is not too bad. So, and she's got a running start mm-hmm. now. Very important, yes. Very, very important. Ten so, foot running start, very important to these. She has a ten foot running start. She's gonna make the leap. Here she goes. And I've rolled a fifteen on the dice. I think that's going oh, to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, eight foot is DC eight, right? If you got the the speed. Yep. Okay. So she leaps across, and then she'll just uh, continue her movement to get behind Kaz and Talara because she needs them to open the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're on to you, 
Um, I mean, I would imagine eight feet wouldn't be too difficult for wind. It, yeah, you've got a, a running start here and a good amount of, of movement. The DC for this is equal to the number of feet you're, you're trying to jump if you've got a running start. Okay. So DC eight. DC eight, right? Acrobatics. Athletics. Athletics. Ooh, natural 20. <laughs> oh, with prestige there. <laughs> okay. So, like, he does a little somersault and lands on his... On his- <laughs> The other side of the bridge is like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Uh, he does the hero <laughs> landing. Yeah, just for our, our listeners, because I feel like this is important. If you thought that Wynn had a lot of points in athletics to make that an easy like dice roll, he didn't. He had a plus one. It was a 21. <laughs> yeah, no, this was a really stupid thing for me to do. That was a very, that was a very scary was very jump. Lucky. <laughs> uh, it was a heroic thing, and uh, I applaud you. Sedona is going to wait for this bridge wow. to extend. I didn't <laughs> add her in the initial roll, but she's like, you guys are insane. Um, Bumfuzzle, we're back to you. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to... Uh, uh, I, I, I see that everything on, around me is on fire, so I'm going to pull a ripcord on my pack and uh, set off one of those, like, like one of the, you know, one of those volleyballs that they throw into a fire, like a dumpster of fire, and it puts out the fire. Uh, yeah, just a regular uh, volleyball, right? Uh, regular volleyball is what I mean, <laughs> yes. So I pull a ripcord and a volleyball explodes on my body and it puts out fire and uh, also uh, creates a, uh, a, a daring distraction uh, as I uh, uh, as I whack this guy and I'm going to move back. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to... I'm going to pistol whip. Here we go. bong Ooh, CR11 or lower. That'll succeed. All right, that was another 19 on the attack. Another super hit. Yeah, that's going through. Uh, So that's going to be 19 points of bludgeoning damage to this guy. 19? As a as a bumfuzzle a bun a bumfuzzle fist just sort of comes out of the smoke and punches him in the face, and oh then you my. see like the little tips of goblin feet as he scampers he scampers a little bit down the hallway. Okay, well <laughs> he he's dead. <laughs> he's very <laughs> dead. Um, now you can move after you attack with a, uh, a trick. Pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah, you can either move before or after. I would like. Do you want to like stop this. and look it up real quick? I would like to look this up, uh, but mainly because I want this to happen so I can attack you uh, with the uh, attack of opportunity from these two blokes. Oh, because they have reach. Yep. As a full action, you can move up to your speed, whether or not you moved. Um, so I think you can then make an attack with the uh, right. You can then make an attack. So yeah. what I'm trying to figure out, I, I was about to say, is there a ability that allows you to that's like, that's what shot that's on what the run? That's what I'm trying to check right now. That's what I um, thought. But so I picked up no. So what I picked up was mobility, and then I was planning on picking up later spring attack, which would let me move before or after. So, so can't move then. Uh, so so I, I think you could have moved and then shot him, but I don't think you could pistol whip him and then move. Yeah, but shooting would be around the corner then. So I mean, he can poke his arm around the corner. Oh right, yeah. So I would, so I could, I could move then shoot, or I could mm-hmm. attack, but I couldn't necessarily pistol whip and then move. It looks like the movement, yeah. Unless you do have indeed some ability that allows you to happens first and then the trick attack. So uh, you'll you'll be back in front of this dead dude, but I don't um, get to attack the opportunity. 
right. If you choose the, your attack before you move here. Okay, yeah, so that's still. So yeah, I have uncanny mobility, but like mm-hmm. that would just protect me against the person I'm attacking. So yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that would, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think I'm sort of stuck, sort of stuck in the, in the, the hallway here. Yeah, but like I said, I don't get those attacks, which means end of your turn. And we're back to Kaz in front of this door. All right, so you want to open the door and go through it and try to get up to where one puzzle is. Sure, and I'm going to reveal what looks like a pretty rocky, craggy room here built into the what side. How the is that thing? Uh, there is indeed a, uh, along the, the northern wall here, what looks like a Islanti cargo loader um there's kind of uh, unpowered against the wall this is the receiving bay indeed it looks like you see Atlante construction um equipment that has like cut into these the stone walls of the the asteroid they're barely hewn uh there's a metallic staircase leading to a, a higher platform and a set of double doors leading south and this small door towards the south that does indeed seem to go towards where this tower is. Feel that right there. So you've got a, a standard action you can still do. Well, I haven't moved, so I haven't moved too, don't I? Opening the door is going to be a move action. Oh, well, lame. Yes, it's going it's gonna to be, be a little bit to get to uh, your friend's aid. Um, is this thing that's glowing right in the square in front of me a camera, or is that a light? There are indeed cameras uh, up on this bridge. Right now you are bathed in darkness though uh around talara so uh if someone was looking through them they they might see some shadows moving across rebecca how much does that ex- how far does that extend 20 feet 20 foot radius around me mm-hmm. so this this entire side of the game plank all right i'm gonna move to to this door then. okay and that is gonna bring us back to these two guards here uh this one around the corner is going to step up the guarded step here to you bum fuzzle i'm gonna make a single attack and the other one's gonna make a single attack too because i I don't i don't trust his double attack capabilities through his friend so two attacks coming at you okay 11 and a a six on the first one so that's the one that has stepped up to you not great (laughs) That is going to be a miss. The second one, because it's plus four, it's an effective seven on the dice. Also a miss. Uh, yeah, I was just sort of like I sort of put my feet up against the walls of the the door, the hallway, <laughs> and I sort of like jump out of the way, like ay, <laughs> Ariba, 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 <laughs> bum puzzle, uh, jumping out the way. The volleyball tactics seem to have worked. Um, yeah, actually. I, this this one's got to try. Uh, he's got to try something here. Um, he's going to try and move past you uh, to acrobatics past you, which, oh, what's their acrobatics capabilities? Are they, uh, they're not not terrible. But they're not. Uh, actually, no, they, their dex is their best score. That is surprising. Okay, let me make a roll and see what happens here. I've got to beat... Yeah, beat your KAC plus like eight to get through. So he d- he does not. He's not able to get through his buddy here. Um, so that that's going to be their turn and uh, brings us back to Talara. All right. Can I move up to the door that Kaz is standing in front of it, open it, and then continue my movement or no? Uh, unfortunately, no. That's going to stop you. But you can move like right onto that square, get the door open, and you hear now coming from above you uh, as this door is open, the sounds of a fight happening above you. Okay. 
Um, Specifically, you hear Bumfuzzle shouting, Aye! Sedona is going to just uh, hold with Nikithi until this bridge is completed, and then she'll she'll move across with you. Nikithi, top of turn three, we're back to you. The bridge is formed. The bridge is formed, yay. Uh, hmm. Well, I guess he's going to give Idis, you know, he's going to give uh, a move action over to Idis so she can take a full or she can take a move in a standard. So he's going to just start crossing the bridge. Mm-hmm. So he gets about halfway across it because he's very slow. Idis is not very slow. And I believe if I'm counting my squares right, she can get right behind Bumfuzzle. Is that something you want to do? Uh, mm. Yes. Well, mm. Gosh, how much movement? Really tiny hand. How much she movement does she have? 60 if she takes oh, a yeah. double move. Yeah, she can just get up there. Yeah, my biggest worry is if we jam, if I jam her into that tiny five foot hall. wide hall. Yeah. I mean, then what are what's Kaz and Talara gonna do? I mean, Stop. Kaz, can, but, but, but I guess Kaz can't do anything anyway because Bumfuzzle's in the way. Mm. Kaz can mm. jump over Bumfuzzle. Acrobatics, baby. <laughs> it's not Bumfuzzle. It's the two guys. Where are you Bumfuzzle. gonna go? There's two guys you have to get through. I got acrobatics. I can use another uh, leap of the Hopgar King. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess Idis is gonna move towards like the base of the stairs and just wait. Okay. Um. Then that will bring us to when next. These doors are opened, but we're your natural enemy. Five foot uh, <laughs> wide hallways exist here. And so this this docking loader thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very much like the the thing that uh, Eleanor Ripley jumped right. into at the end of Aliens and destroyed the Alien Queen spoilers for a movie. Cool, cool, cool. Is it unmanned? Rebecca hasn't seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, well, otherwise it's spoilers after I gave the plot away. <laughs> um, there, there's nobody inside of it right now. Uh, this thing is, I believe, made for medium creatures, too. Oh. You're just not in the correct world. <laughs> It is, it is. This game isn't friendly for big boys. <laughs> this is a, a pretty basic set of powered armor, something we haven't seen a lot on uh, the podcast before, except in some enemies. But it is a indeed a cargo lifter, and it is it is large sized. Actually, now that I'm reading it, I don't know if there's any rules for large versus smaller medium creatures for these things. I think you pop in this bad boy, <laughs> yoink. Yeah, there's there's nothing in the rules to say a dog can't play basketball. And we're, well, I'm, I'm flummoxed. Let let the wind let the dog in. have a, a jersey and get him out Game there. on, air win. Uh, it is going to be a full action to get up in that thing and to cram your furry arms inside of it. What so. am I going to do right now? Let's I was do about it. to say. Uh, well, I can tell you what you're going to do for the next turn or so is <laughs> look up the the powered armor rules. I'll uh, get right on it. No, I'm <laughs> Miles because he's uh, he's oh, slowly putting himself inside. Um, excellent. That brings us to Bumfuzzle back at the top of the stairs fighting these two. These two that have not been hit yet. What do you want to do, Amber? Uh, let's see here. I'm going to. Hmm. I think I might move away from these from these gentlemen mm-hmm. uh, and sort of come around the corner here, and then just point my pistol out and shoot at them. Um, mm-hmm. So from the from, from the fellow in front, I'm so confounding. <laughs> he doesn't shoot at me, but the guy the guy behind him can still 
well. Still potentially hit, but once again, mm. fighting through his buddy here. Let me give, give it a try. Nope, eight on the dice. That's a miss. Oh, boy. Oof, I'm getting lucky here. I would like to roll above a 10 sometime. Uh, so so I I sort of, uh, when I when I jump down off of the... Uh, uh, off of the walls, I sort of land on my feet and I squat down, and a little and a little object comes out from behind my shirt, and, <laughs> and then I turn around and I run away real quick, and and I presume the two of them sort of look like odd. Oh, he just crap on the ground. What is that but thing? No. It's a little stink bomb, and then what it is, goes off in their face. What is Major Horsemonger doing? Is this a test? Horsemonger, come back! You forgot your. What? That was that was the sound of the oh your sting your bomb. Sting bomb. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like he just ran out of breath. Oh. <laughs> oh I I oh. cannot wear I can't get into this. Why not? Uh it says that uh if you are wear uh, the cockpit of powered armor is too oh. to fit a person wearing heavy armor. I forgot you're wearing heavy armor. Yep, sorry. You, you no, you start to put yourself in it, I and it's like straight on my little tushy. Clonk, clonk. Yeah. All right, let's see <laughs> this trick attack. What you got, bumpers? Uh, is the person CR one or lower? Oh, thank goodness, no. Okay, <laughs> oh, well, then thank is goodness. EAC sixteen or lower? Well, you <laughs> failed at both. Wait, no, EAC. Yeah, EAC. Oh, son of a B. That's a hit. Ooh, uh, so 10 points of, uh, that'd be, uh, thunder, wait, sonic, sonic damage. (laughs) (laughs) You've been, you've been slapping people so, so long. Uh, okay, 10, wow, that's still pretty good, (laughs) even without the trick. When you roll max damage. Alrighty, and Kaz, back to you. Doors open for you. Okay, and this, uh, is the staircase I need to go up to get up there? Yes, indeedy. What's your, what's your movement to these days? 30 feet. Yeah, I don't think you'll be able to get to this first Aslanti um, with just that. But uh, you can get right in front of Bumfuzzle, I think. Right. Her? Uh, yep, with a single move. So you're about... Um, uh, yeah, there's a five-foot space between you and this this next Aslanti who's got his pike ready. Uh, hmm. But he's got reach. Does indeed. And I don't have a standard action that I can use. Mm. So I'm going to guard it step forward. <gasps> oh, okay. So not provoking from that fine gentleman. But it is their turn now. Bring and on. I'm going to try. I'm going to try for this guy in front. Couple attacks. Against get two attacks. Fishing for a certain number. I won't say which one, but I've rolled one of them. <laughs> uh, boy, a 12 on this first one minus four is probably not going to hit, but the 19 on the second attack is definitely hit. You're taking some damage from the pike. Roll this D8 and it is eight points piercing damage. And the guy behind him is going to do the same thing. He is going to... He's going to try and, and stab. Try and stab. Oh, I've rolled a toot. A natural toot on the dice. So definitely doesn't. Um, and he's going to try and move past his buddy and you. I, I've kind of rolled super high here. I'm realizing I think it's like a, a 30 acrobatics. Uh, nope, does not make it. Can't move forward. Can't really provoke here. So that's their turn. Talara. Rebecca, we're back to you. All right. Um... I don't really want to go in the tiny hallway, but there's not a whole lot I can do to help out here. 
Yeah, no, it's a it's a, a hallway fight. Classic. So just for fun, because I have nothing else to do, I'm going to walk up to Idis and uh, bless her with my, uh, what is it called? Uh, shifting Surge. Okay. All right. Shifting Surge to Idis. Woohoo! And- Boy, Sedona doesn't have too too much to do either. She's going to pop right behind you, Rebecca. It's like, I I didn't need to jump to get over here. (laughs) Um, No one's one's super hurt here. She doesn't have a lot she can do, and she doesn't want to get in anyone's way, so she's going to do nothing with her standard. And that brings us to the top of turn four. Nikithi, back to you. Idis is going to move up the stairs and... Pass. Oh, but before she does, uh, Talar, did you change the element into anything? Um, do you want me to? Sure. I was thinking maybe, uh, maybe acid would be fun. Oh, okay, yeah. So you changed it to acid, and uh, again, she kind of whirls her tendrils around happily, and then she uses the acid to corrode a little heart in the ground, and then she bounds off up the stairs and uh, takes aim, trying to... Now, she's shooting past Kaz. Unfortunate, but that is the way small spaces go. Mm -hmm. And let's just try and not roll a one. Now, this will provoke with a ranged attack uh, with their pikes, mm-hmm. but the way I've been rolling, I would say, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's okay. Let's. I just want to, this is a really bad fight. I don't want yeah. it to be prolonged. Let, let me make the the, uh, the pike attack. Uh, uh, okay, Six, 16 on the dice. Uh, I think that's going to be hit against KC. Oh, yeah. So is provoking and stabs, stabs Itis for all near minimum. Um, oh, I think I told, I think I told, uh, Kaz wrong on a previous, I think that was eight points of damage, um, against Kaz. And this one is seven points of damage. Oh, you told me eight. Okay. I, I'm lost. I was like, oh, I forgot what I had written down here. That means it is Itis attack time. Go ahead and give me that roll. Here we go. I've rolled a no. Oh no. <laughs> when did you get there? It was supposed to be an 18 oh, on no. the dice, but it rolled across to a five. Oh, well, you've got one reroll per book. So if you want to make that right now, you can turn that five into an 18. Maybe you would no. say that's probably not likely, but I just will just like, she sits her rump down defiantly <laughs> upset at her performance. And we are back to when saddened that you can't climb up inside. Oh. You can't really do a whole lot of anything. <laughs> yeah, you can't even see the enemies for, for get them funds, sadly, here. Window, Wind's just going to look longingly at this, uh, this little loader here. Yeah. Wish to get in there. Well, like the, well, I mean, you can take off your armor and just shimmy in that's not <laughs> happening you you can look at your team that's handling the situation really well without you and and think back to the beginning of the episode where you're like i hope they don't die <laughs> now you're like go team go yeah pretty much i'm just gonna sit go, back please. and watch the show with itis share some popcorn with him unsalted <laughs> of course uh you mean nikithi <laughs> yeah whatever yeah. <laughs> well, they, neither like salt. Uh, Bumfuzzle, back to you. Peeking out around this corner. All right. Yeah, so it's a little more crowded up here, but that's okay by me. I'm going to... Uh, uh, I'm going to do a good old trick, and I'm going to use like a, a charge out of a grapnel to uh, to stick a, uh, a, a 
mirrored ball to the ceiling here and uh, and cause a bunch of lasers to sort of shoot all over. Oh my. Very distracting to the person in the front. And then I'm going to shoot him with my pistol. I feel like we've seen the, the laser ball gambit before, but <laughs> let's see if it's going <laughs> to be effective a, here. A triumphant return. A triumphant return. Let's hope. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, CR 12 or lower. Oh, success. Uh, 16 versus flat-footed KAC through some cover. Through a couple of friends here, so flat-footed KAC. We're going to minus four this bad boy. Full cover. That is just a miss. Oh, no. Goodness gracious. So no flat-footed. No flat-footed then. Not for everyone else. Nope. All right. The trick well, attack was so much damage. It was a lot. <laughs> oh my goodness, it was, yeah. It was so much. Uh, but don't worry, it's Kaz's turn and he's got this. He's got these two guys in front of him. Drew, what you got going on? I have to do a little bit of a different gambit. <sighs> we are going to uh, try to strike out with a bunch of, of pressure point attacks for a dirty trick. Oh my. Dirty trick. Versus EAC. Uh, uh, that is indeed... A success. Oh, right. So we are going to hit this cat with a Versite title lock. They are entangled. They cannot move, run, or they move at half speed. They cannot run or charge. They take minus two to AC, attack rolls, initiative checks, any dex-based abilities. And I earn an entropy point. It is their turn. This one is going to guarded step away from the door that you've just blinded. Uh, not, Not all the way out of your reach. Uh, but he's going to get out of the way for his friend that can actually see. Step uh, up. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There's there's a, a wall there. Oh, you can wall? you can step right onto this dead Islanti. Oh, yeah. We're gonna do that. Step up. And you can make an attack of opportunity because this guy is going to pull out his flame rifle and make a shot. Entropic mm. strike. Let his Whoa. pike fall to the ground. He used his reaction to step up. So if he wants to use another reaction, I think he has to spend oh, a point. Oh yeah. But I can do that once a day, so why not now? You want to... There you oh, go. Okay. You can only do it once per day, a second reaction. Yeah, I think that's a daily thing, but... Okay, go I, ahead and make that I'm attack itchy first. to get in this fight, so... Yeah. <laughs> 28 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. That's uh, a for, sadly, 11 low damage. Uh, let's oh. do uh, acid damage. Okay, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem like anything special about his armor. It is falling away like anything else hit with your acidic entropic strike uh this guy is gonna make a line attack though against uh kaz and an itis who are standing in this line with the flame rifle so making a single attack and i rolled a four on the dice so we don't really need to worry about any, anything uh it stops at kaz <laughs> it burns uh, his chest hairs, perhaps, uh, but does not continue on to our friend Idis, which is how line rifles work. I don't think we really played around with too, too many on the show, but you roll once and compare it to all um, armors in the line, but if ever, like, uh, doesn't pass one, <laughs> if it hits, like, a tank, say, at the front, like Kaz, it stops. Uh, I've rolled a 17 on the dice, so that's. But Entangled also does promote some negatives to hit as well. Uh, it's penalty to AC, attack rolls, reflex saves, initiative yeah. checks, dex stuff. Basically everything. Uh, the 17 on the dice, though, is going to be hit, so he will hit once with the pike and minimum damage. So six points of damage 
and we're back to Talara. There's some space here. You can hear some fighting going on, Rebecca. Uh, Talara's going to turn to Sedona and be like, well, hope they have it handled up there. <laughs> That's all I can do. You just hear the sounds of like, you don't want to like summon a demon at the bottom of the stairs that could walk I up can't. the stairs. No, no, no. I, no, I can't. Cause it, well, I mean, I guess I, I have to have line of sight to summon it, and it takes mm. a full round anyway. Like, I, I feel like between the three of you, surely you can take these guys down. <laughs> yeah, between oh, half of this party, you got this. Yeah, right? between the three of us, yeah. Sedona <laughs> says the same thing. Uh, she'll, she'll ready herself kind of at the bottom of the stairs to run up if things go haywire. But she doesn't, she just saw us like flamed, <laughs> spurting out at the top there. She's like, I hope they're okay. <laughs> uh, turn five, Nikithi. Nikithi's gonna walk over and take a look at this car door loader, and he's gonna think to himself, I wonder if I can remove the battery from this and sell it when we return from this mission. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the battle, uh, <laughs> is there... Idis has climbing claws. Can I climb over everybody? I mean, I know I'll provoke attacks of opportunity. I'm not trying to get around that. I'm trying to get around the acrobatics check. Um, it will... Well, if, if you don't care, I'll, I'll allow you to, to climb up over them um, if you don't want to... Uh, if you don't care about the attacks of opportunity. Um, and you can... Uh, yeah, I mean, if if you have a normal climb speed, the same as your movement speed, you can get mm-hmm. basically anywhere in this this room. Just one of them has their um, pike out at this moment. So it'll be one attack. I think my climb speed is only 25 instead of 30 feet, but I think that still gets me wherever I really want to be. Yeah, basically. I mean, the room is 20 by 20, so it's pretty small. Okay. Let's provoke that one attack and then drop down behind the entangled soldier. Oh boy. Okay. So this is the one that is going to try and stab at Idis with a pike. This attack roll counts. A 13 on the dice is going to hit. Yes, it will. Thankfully, a little higher damage. 11 points. Right. Drap. Uh, but that's okay. We was the pike guy, the guy who just took the attack, the one in between. Yes, between you and Kaz now. Okay. Uh, let's since he can't hit me again, let's try to shoot him at point blank range this turn. Okay. Is Idis better with the, the mouth cannon than claws? Yeah, eighteen against. Well, it's EAC. Eighteen against oh. EAC. Oh, that's a hit. Oh, seven points of electric damage. All right, this one's not looking too good. It's been hit by Bumfuzzle. Uh, she has been hit by Idis. And that is going to bring us back to Win in the, the room with Nikiti. Oh, they're munching on popcorn. And <laughs> is it the plate spinning all over again? <laughs> oh, no, no. We're, we're, we're more like just, you know, uh, taking notes and, and making comments on everyone's skill and... You, you want to just continue adventuring elsewhere in the facility by yourself at this point? I mean, uh, I mean, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can wouldn't, wouldn't hold it uh, against you. Maybe Nikithi is pointing out different uh, elements of the cargo loader that he can change for win. You know, uh, just pop on some light if, armor. You got this. If they bring it, if, if they bring it back, because I think we should just bring this back with us for sure. Oh, I mean, like anyone else can pop in here. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, well, n- well, yes, we can. No, I don't think anybody is proficient in it, so yeah. we take a ton of negatives. But we can move around in it. That's so not. Surely, that's not the only thing over there. Is there anything else that you can be looking at? Um, in this area, um, I mean, you can start to look around. It looks like a lot of 
um, just kind of like very quotidian base supplies and ma- building materials and, and things like that on, on the first glance. I would like to open up anything that has a green light attached to it somewhere. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, nothing nothing else really it seems of value to you except this uh, fully charged, I should say, suit of cargo lifter. Uh, let, let's move on with this fight and continue to bumfuzzle on this turn. Alrighty, let's see here. Idis has moved in and is providing some pretty sweet support. Um, and Bumfuzzle feels inspired by Idis. Is going to move in as well and is going to mm. uh, sort of run around the corner, jump between these two, uh, these two Aeon Pike Pikemen. Now this is possible because Kaz has kind of uh, opened up the door, stepped in yeah. front of it, and now there is a Nita diagonal you can move through. I see yeah. what you did here. I see yeah. what you did. I'm diving right, diving right through between them, and I'm gonna uh, roll and then come up on my knee, and um, um, uh, uh, and then and then my my knee light comes on and shines up in this guy's face. Bum Fuzzle has never said anything about a knee light before. I'm not I've sure always if, had a knee light. I'm not sure if this is canon whatsoever. <laughs> knee light. That's knee light odd. right now, baby. It's well, we're gonna let we're gonna let this uh, trick attack roll determine if this is canon. It's a new Which feature roll. of the holiday 2019 Bum Puzzle action figure knee light. Right, uh, Patrick. Is this a kaiju of epic <laughs> level or less? It's this. Is this uh, the the highest CR in like the AA one? Yeah. No, it, uh, a CR twenty or lower. I think that's a twenty on the that's, trick attack. That's gonna do it, I believe. Um, oh a eighteen versus uh, versus flat footed EAC. Oh, that's a hit. All right, that's gonna be eighteen points of damage altogether, and. Yeah, this is the one between Kaz and Idis. Yeah, I was just, I was just gonna just shoot, point it right up at a, at this dude's chest and just like Ooh. blast him with my sonic damage. Oh yeah, and he crumples uh, to the ground, very dead <laughs> after that. Uh, single, a single massive attack, doing almost as much damage in and one I, blow. And then I give, uh, then I give Idis a high five. Kaz, yeah. we're back to you. Just the single guard left. All right. Uh, you know what we're going to do right now. Single guard left. We're going to do double entropic strikes. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Strike the first. Use some low rolls here. Ooh, that's an eight. That ain't going to do it. Natural Ooh, toot. Thank natural goodness. toot. Oh, no. Oh, my oh no. Oh, no. Is this the wheels coming off the train? And that's an 18 to hit. Against the AC, that is indeed a hit. For 14 points of Acid damage. 14. Oh my goodness. Uh, Pretty good. Oh my goodness, indeed. Uh, this guy is still alive. Ooh, he's not doing great. He's doing really bad and not provoking any attacks right now. He's going to drop his flame rifle, pick up that pike again, and as he's doing it, shine his knee light at Kaz and try to stab him. <laughs> oh no. He's I've got one too, maybe. Uh, the joke's on you. I'm immune to knee lights. Let's see if this D20 agrees with me on the knee light itch. Ooh, 17 on the dice. That's going to oh. be a knee light. Oh, no. Knee oh, light. No, knee lights. Uh, and max damage, 13 points piercing. See, stabs you right in the side. Oh, yeah, uh, baby. You know what that means. <laughs> entropic point. Another entropic point. 
blood is trickling down this guy's face. Uh, you see acid eating away at his armor. Uh, Talara, it's your turn. <laughs> You're having a good time with Sedona downstairs. Yeah, Talara heard another thud as the second guy fell, and and things seem a little bit quieter. So she's gonna sneak up the up the stairs, see what's going on. <laughs> and kill steel. You, uh, yeah, very... <laughs> you see a very you see a very weak as Lancy guard fighting Kaz. Kill steel, Lara. That would be amazing. All right. And she's going to try. She's going to give it her best shot. 100% going to (laughs) happen. It's never happened for me before. Uh, I'm not holding out. Oh, no. Your Mm -hmm. demons have definitely killed you. (laughs) (laughs) No, my demons uh, earned their their kill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talara has not. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Static arc pistol. All right. Let's see what happens here. That's a 12. Oh my goodness. What a miss. What <laughs> a miss. You. Thank I told goodness. you. I told you. She wants to be cool, but she can't quite do it. So. Don't worry. Sedona's going to come up the stairs behind you uh, and do the exact same thing she oh, no. <laughs> Sedona kills Steel. Kill Steel, Sedona. Uh, let's see it with the dice. Say 17 on the dice. Oh, no, no. <laughs> a Corona laser rifle bolt sears past your ear oh. and ends this guard. <laughs> Falls to the ground dead. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of combat. Steel donut. I, did, I didn't Kill roll the damage because this guard had left you in the prison. One hit point left. And one hit point? Uh, I think uh. that should still count for me. Uh. <laughs> uh. Nope, it's on the book. Sedona's first kill. No! <laughs> uh, we are out of combat, and yeah, there is uh, some some nice tech on these guards, these, uh, these soldiers. Um... Make a culture check. To, I'll, I'll tell you if you if you can realize what these these folk are. These three that you've you've killed. Oh oh my goodness! All right all right. Another another natural twenty here. <laughs> I sneezed wow. because Bumfuzzle seemed to understand. So that that's why I only got a nineteen. <laughs> oh my goodness! A seventeen here. Uh, um, you guys you know have not crossed the paths of these folks before uh these are Atlante rune wardens they are like a, another tier of, of of military soldier um kind of like a, a homestead guard whereas the on guard are like out exploring the the universe so um and you see etched on their armor um something you saw in the condas something you saw in golta which is the the imperial seal for house ulavestra these are, uh, from what you can gather, like house guard. I gotta say, that Ulavestra has a much better sense of color than the other Islanti. <laughs> Purple and green. I, I don't know. I like those colors for some reason. Purple is better <laughs> than green, though. Oh, okay. Well, let's fight about I it. I think. <laughs> on, on these three, as I've, I've stated, there are, as well, etched into their weapons, you can see now kind of fading away look like magical runes so there's some kind of uh, mystical power that these folks had but on each of them is a flame rifle there's a, a standard petrol tank on each they have a tactical Islanti pike um, and a set of hidden soldier armor um, I don't think I'm sure if this is armor that we've, we've come across I believe this is light armor it is kind of the Islanti version of, oh no, this is heavy armor. Pretty bulky ceramic breastplate. Uh, it's plus three EAC, plus five KAC. And on each of these are infrared sensors uh, attached as a armor upgrade. 
Um, down below, Bumfuzzle, you think now that we're out of combat, you can probably take this. Um, this is, our, I believe, a Corona artillery laser off of this turret and just take it with you if anybody wants that. And yeah, we found this suit of armor. Uh, you, you guys can join back up and um, yeah, what do you what do you say now that that fight is done? We cooked their goose. Wait, is that what you're looking for? That is exactly what I was hoping someone would say. Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Is Lantier like associated with geese, right? So like that's like relevant. Yeah, the... a geese lanty. I mean, that's a very common term. <laughs> yeah, yeah, geese lanty. That's what they call themselves. Yeah. Um, um, Patrick, is there? Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, uh, yeah, we should like we should like uh, remember where this armor is and come back for it later. But um. What do you think? Like up this set of up this set of stairs here to the west, or down south past the turret to uh, to the south? Uh, I would say down to the south. Uh, I think down south. I would agree with that. And uh, Patrick, um, how would navigating five foot spaces with the cargo loader be? The powered armor. It's same thing. It, it turns you into a large base, which means you're gonna have to squeeze um, to uh, to get anywhere. And uh, yeah, right now, because you guys aren't proficient, uh, I think you're only moving at half speed, um, which is half speed of the the armor itself, armor. which is f- 15 foot, which means if you're squeezing any spaces with this thing, moving a quarter of 15 foot or three <laughs> wait, wait, wait. foot. Wait, if you're if you're squeezing, yeah, if you're squeezing, it's it's yeah, it's a quarter of the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like that, so it's, it's not a, going down it's several rounds yeah, for you to it, get through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bum puzzle. If you're going that. going to this door to the south, uh, you can grit your teeth, get your guard up, pull that weapon out, and as you pop the button, it is indeed opens up to a small toilet. <gasps> I walk <laughs> inside. I walk inside and I, I check it, but then I shut the door and lock it real quick, and then I <laughs> I stay in there for just like I don't know, like three minutes. Well, I was about to say, does anybody need to take a ten minute rest? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been taking matter. about an hour rest. <laughs> Yeah. This episode I mean, rest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kaz, Kaz will take a ten minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikithi will walk over to Talara, and uh, Talara, you see, Idis has a a pretty nasty uh, mechanical wound. Uh, I cast mending. You're welcome. So one d four points back. Yeah, is that one d four? It is. I believe yeah. so. And then I haven't actually had to heal her in so long. I think I get a quarter of her. Not the best. That's a one. Mm. I mean, hey, every little bit helps. That's all I'm looking for. So I get a quarter of 50 back. Because her her max hit points is now 50. Oh, my. Oh, my, indeed. Right. So you guys continuing on, you're going to leave the the cargo lifter behind and move up to this this other set of double doors, uh, a.k.a. Wynn's best friends. (laughs) Uh, and and head onward south. Alrighty, alrighty. This indeed opens up to a long corridor. Uh, heading south, there are a couple cameras on either side of this hall. Uh, can we uh, disable those or do that that sneaky trick with them where we uh, loop them? Uh, you can try. It looks like they are um, just within range of one another. So as soon as you open the door, this this one at the far end will probably have caught you already ah so we should just like book it so are these uh doors leading hold on, to both sides? Hold, hold on can i shroud us in darkness again this area is within the base pretty well lit so that's only gonna reduce it to dim okay dim light 
So are these are these uh, doors that are coming off here to the sides periodically? Nope. This is just a, a long hallway going straight south about uh, 30 feet or so. All right. I'm just going to book it across the hallway and just open up this next set of double doors. Yeah, just trying to stay in the hallway for as little as possible. Alrighty, And I reveal a bunch of space here. Move to room to move around. Yeah, it's it's a large area, finally. Uh, This area, walking into this next corridor, opens up into a large cavernous room dominated along the the southern wall with three towering power reactors. There are hallways leading from here north, as well as a a set of double doors headed west, and uh, what looks like a personal elevator uh, here, kind of like in the the center of the room. It's uh, heading down. Uh, there's a small computer terminal next to reactors as well. Nikithi, now this is a part of the facility you do recall somewhat as you've been marched through here, and you know that the scientists of the facility were quartered down that elevator shaft in a space known as the Science Dormitory. And as you're confined to quarters uh, down there until they moved you up into one of the, or, or down into one of the, the labs uh, after some of the human scientists complained about your slime, but yeah, you, you do know that area fairly well, having having worked here years ago. Ah, I will pass that along. What do you think, Nikithi? Should we uh, should we uh, check out these doors over at the on the west side, or should we uh, head on down the, the the tube? I think it would be. I think we should check on the doors to the west side. It, I, this facility, it is already apparent to me that the facility has changed much since I have been here, and being thorough is only going to help us be careful. Uh, right, of course. There's actually a small door here uh, in front of, of Wynn to the west and a set of double doors. Opening the small door. Oh, you found another bathroom, folks. All right, well, I'll be right back. I'll see you guys in about 10 minutes. <laughs> we need to take a 10-minute rest. Bump puzzles uh, do some chemical warfare on this. Uh, right, so you want to head to the, the west, opening that door. Uh, oh, boy, this is indeed opening up to another, hu- now a huge corridor. Um, That's what I like to hear. Almost 70 feet long to another set of double doors, and it looks like it breaks off going south from here as well. So it looks like it, it continues um, further on into the facility. Uh, Bumfizzle uh, walks walks the full speed right over to the corner and then looks down that, that corner. It looks like another. it breaks off into another smaller hallway here. You see a, a door to the south, very end of uh, a short 15-foot hall. All right, I wave everybody up. What do you think? Just try to just try to like go door by door here. Are these cameras? They are indeed. There are a number of them in this level of the facility. You guys are you guys are probably making some pretty interesting uh, reels. <laughs> some some reels of a giant bear walking down a hallway and uh, a goblin, some kind of weird dog. <laughs> <laughs> to bird to answer your question, I think open the double doors. I mean. Yeah, yeah, just try yeah. the doors as as we come to them. Yeah, I put I put a tiny little blasting charge in the double doors, and then I hit like five seconds, and I and I blow it open. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's like a puff of smoke. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not like a big boom. It's just sort of like a it, like like a little like flag drops down that says like, <laughs> open. Oh goodness, it's so loud the, the puff noise. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, right, so yeah, guys, I found a. 
pantry. <laughs> Sadly, no. This is oh boy, moving moving in my notes too. So in this next area, as the doors open, you see dozens of of crates, boxes, uh, kind of tucked into rocky cracks in the the wall here beneath what seems to be a a catwalk and, and uh, a few sets of stairs leading up into this larger chamber this this room above you about 30 foot tall um about 15 feet up uh, right across from you there seems to be a door exiting to the west and the catwalk continues upwards towards some pipes some maybe ventilation exhaust um yeah 30 feet up from the floor as, as you're stepping forward here into the room uh you hear above you just clank 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 it's the sound of a very slow set of boots on the metallic catwalk far above you uh, about a full a f- full floor from where you're standing obscured here you see a figure in the dark his customized set of aeon guard armor showing many signs of of wear and tear he looks down at you all rifle in hand obscured by the the grates and the, the darkness up there and calls out in a very gruff aslanti voice and says well 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 if it isn't the gold of five i know i was hoping you would be as dumb as the hollow vids made you out to be and try to break into this facility I must say that seals you as this sector's worst criminals. No one talks to Marble Horse Seven like that. <laughs> the voice modulator stuck. <laughs> I'm going back. Uh, the name is Specialist Evandrian, and I can't believe I was lucky enough to get here a day before you all. Come on out. Let's see you. Evandrian, do you have any family left in the Empire? One might say that. Kaz, isn't it? It's good to see you again. Uh, Bumfuzzle uh, visibly pales and sort of drops drops his gun and looks over at Kaz like, this is the very first Bumfuzzle's hearing about this. <laughs> <laughs> same, same with Wynn. Wynn's like, okay. Right, yeah, exactly. I point my gun at Kaz. <laughs> do not worry, my friends. I am only concerned with who we need to inform of this fool's death shortly. <laughs> it's what you're going by, right? You're calling yourself Kaz. It is my name. It is what I have put myself behind. I don't know what your story is, but we were all very interested to see you on the security feeds at Gulta. I looked you up afterwards. We had you on record as MIA. After that little space battle, we assumed you had died out there. What are you doing fighting against your own kind? Huh? If you are missing action, we can make that happen now. Prepare yourself. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to see you hang for your crimes you've committed against this empire. The only crimes have been committed by the empire. You have spilt your own blood and you don't even know it. You all are hereby enemies of the state, and as such, must suffer some consequences. Wind just whispers to Bumfuzzle, I have no idea what's going on. I'm a little confused myself. Can, can I just, like, you just, you stick, you stick close by me, all right? Oh, boy. We're do this. <laughs> he cocks his rifle, uh, looking down at you all and says, Oh, God, kill him first. Get ready. It's time. 
to be continued. No. <laughs> oh, guys. Evandrian's one of my favorite characters. I cannot wait for this action next week. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Talara and Nikithi are way in the back, like way far away from this, despite yeah, the fact just... that we're the ones who are most in the know about what's happening. Well, this was out there funny is like, yeah. <laughs> I guess it makes it funny because, like, we have Wind and Bumpo's will have like no idea whatsoever. So they are so confused. Right now. Oh, yeah. No, I knew going into book three, stuff was about to hit the fan, as it were. Well, I feel like Talara would be turning to Nikithi like, you told him to tell them, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that, for sure. But like, I, I mean, I, 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 told I did. But he didn't. <laughs> I, I did. No, I mean, technically, I did tell him to say, but that was months ago. And I don't think he took the advice very well. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, oh, let's revisit this, this fun start of the next episode next time when we come back. I think you guys are going to have fun with the, the next episode. I know I'm going to. <laughs> but uh, until then, oh, guys, thanks so much for playing with me. Thank, Thank you, Patrick. You. Uh, it's, it's nice to get back into the swang of things. Everyone out there, thanks for listening. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks, listeners. Bye. Yeah. Good night. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.